the question of the day is how many tickets do you have? Since you should get a ticket for not being able to spit that out, how <laughs> many do you have? I'm going to throw it right back at you. <laughs> zero. In your young 27, 27 are you? Yeah. 27 years, you have zero. No. Wow, no. this is fun. By the time I was 27, I had at least 27. <laughs> Well, One but, a year. but like for what? For speeding? Speeding. Oh. Your car insurance must just be awful. I had a ran red light, probably three of those. Oh my God. Three of those. Dude, hold on. Yeah. What, they were all like, one was in a sting. And not a sting. Red, 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 a uh, bump stopped a stop sign near Southwest. Ding. You know, what that, you know what that reminds me of? What? The scene in Mighty Ducks 1 where Gordon's in court, and the judge goes, 12 moving violations in three years. How do you still have a license? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a lot. I've had, I had a lot, but knock on wood, a lot of wood here. I haven't had one in a long time. I think I've grown up as a driver. Uh, so uh, I would say easily 30. Easily 30. Oh, my god! You're ballparking it at maybe 30? Maybe 20, maybe 20. What is wrong with maybe you? Maybe 20. Maybe 20. Uh, I have two officials and one that was issued and then got rescinded. Really? How did you get that? Uh, because the guy. <laughs> so it, this was in high school, and uh, it was after play practice. So I've got my play makeup on. So I've got like oh eyeliner. Gosh. Oh my and god! And uh, I don't know. Want to? I these. think the cop realized he <laughs> screwed up, cause, and then he rescinded the ticket. So. He pulled me over and he straight up told me, you know, I've been following you for a little over a mile and I counted 11 moving violations. What is that? Wow. What does that even mean? Well, I, I, when like, I was in, what did you do that wrong? As a height, well, he said speeding in multiple zones, multiple lane oh. changes without a blinker. You didn't wait at a red light long enough. And in a high school. As a high schooler, I'm terrified because I'm like, this is going to be a huge bill. My parents are going to be so mad. Now, now looking back on it, I think, you followed me for how long without putting on your lights? Like, you just let me make a bunch of mistakes and Seems then weird. nabbed me after a dozen yeah. infractions. That's why I think he kind of rescinded it because I never had to pay anything. I got one for you. One of my several times being pulled over. Uh, I got pulled over, no seatbelt in Edina. I love that one. It was That's so a lame. great one. It has no bearing on anybody else except but, you, but, but we're going to give you a over, ticket. And then he asked for my license and registration and insurance. And I didn't have my uh, insurance card that was good. You know, it was like expired or whatever in my car. And I uh, proceeded to um, just say I don't have it. And he comes back without a ticket and gave me a warning on the and i had to prove my insurance so i got out of the moving violation and just proved my insurance and got out of the ticket oh hmm. my most recent one was last so like week. from now on from a, every time i get pulled over moving forward if i ever do it's oh, i don't have any insurance do you have good yeah and like and then maybe they'll give me that ticket versus the moving violation hmm. well i had to pull the uh my insurance information is on my phone because i have the progressive app yeah. So I got pulled over this week, which just started off a comedy of errors for me this week. Uh, and I said, okay, I'm going to put my hand in my pocket now, being extra cautious so he didn't think I was reaching yeah. for anything. He's like, dude, just what do you got? I said, progressive. Okay. 
You, you didn't even look. I, didn't I pulled look. it out when he came back, and I showed when him. When did like, you I get wasn't pulled lying. over? Last week. For what? For what? Speeding. Oh, my God. Why were you speeding, Peter? Because I was taking the dog to the groomer, and we were late. This is what I was going to say about Bloomington cops and St. Paul cops. Oh, okay. Here we go. So I got pulled over in Bloomington after a tournament. I was going like 38 in a 35. I was I was going less than 10 miles over the speed Let limit. me guess, like uh, three blocks from Bloomington Ice Garden. No, the dude was in the armory parking lot. He, he picked me off over? right as I'm pulling out of the big parking lot. Did you tell him what you were doing? No. Why? Because he, he started giving me a speech about being responsible late at night on the roads. And I'm like, dude, I'm 28 years old. Just give me the friggin' ticket. So he writes me up, gives me the full ticket. Uh, the St. Paul cop pulled me over and he said, I clocked you going 14 miles an hour over the speed limit. And I legitimately did not know that they dropped the speed limit from 35 to 30 in the area where I was going. And I told him that and he's like, oh yeah, how long have you lived over here? And we started BSing about St. Paul. He says, all right, I'm going to write you a ticket for going five over. What a guy. Because St. Paul cops guy. have actual crimes to worry about. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> used to keep it cool, used to be a fool, all about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool. That wasn't a long cold open at all. No. That was real short, real sweet. Real short and sweet. Real short, real sweet. Uh, there is a lot of girls-related hockey t- content. Look, I have like eight pieces of paper here. I know, and you're giving me anxiety. Well, there's a lot to cover. Like, why wouldn't you just buy a notebook? I like them open, because then I just go through them, check them off, and then I turn Ooh. them over. It's not that hard. Um, This list of realignment teams is very interesting to me and you said before the show some of them interest <laughs> you and some of them interest me i can't wait which uh, right now which is which i said that about sections of the show because i know there's a section in there that i care about that you do not care about and i know there's a section in here that you care about oh, really? that like, i could let's... not give less of a care in the world okay about. here let's let's hear what section realignment i do not care about section realignment. so which one don't i care about i'm trying to figure you out. do not care about the college transfer portal I do. No, not, no, you I don't. Not, it's no, just too vast. I, I did. I have a conversation. I was on the phone talking about it. I, it's just, it's too many moving parts. That's how just I feel about tell section me realignment. When and you're just tell That's me when. That's how I feel about section realignment. Just tell me when they're at Wisconsin or Mankato or wherever they are. Just tell me when Simley moves back to four A. Oh or my gosh, 3A it's not going to happen. I do not care about section realignment, and I know you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I don't care about section realignment because at the end, at the end of the day, you're going to play who you're going to play, all right? It's out of anyone's control outside of the state high school league. Yeah, but the, so, when we get to River Lakes and Wilmer, it makes no sense. But that's the only reason people talk about it is to complain. I'm not I'm complaining. So, I'm saying... It, I'm not saying you're complaining. I'm saying on the internet, I'm so tired of those the two have been linked. Internet. Those two have been together and p- have played each other either in a section semi or a section final, and now they're moved out of a a decent section with Fergus Falls to what I think is an empty section. Okay, well, let, so. let, now that I've gotten that off my chest, let's roll let's with section real. All right, I have on my first sheet of paper. I have double A, so let's we'll start yep. at double A. Um, Austin and Mankato East have been moved from 
single A to double A in uh, and would move to one double A. Any they'll, thoughts on that? They'll petition down. Uh, I spoke uh, via text message to the Mankato East head coach, Amber Prang, and she says, well, we just got to get uh, – we just have to change our schedule. She made no mention of petitioning down. I don't see Austin staying in double A, uh, even though they probably have the school size. I still think that they're a 1A, you know, mid-1A team. And I not, yeah. not that competitive, competitiveness matters to the high school league, but in this case, I just don't think that they'll stay. It does matter to the high school league. Well, That's what go. I learned in my three and a half Competitive hours. section balance matters. It's not priority one. Number one, no. But it does exist. Uh, what is priority one, Mr. It's uh, geography and contiguity. Yeah, and we don't even know what that second word means. Contiguity? Kayla, yeah. can you look up contiguity, please? Contiguity. We'll get to that later. I'm, I'm guessing it's spelled... C O N T I G U I T Y. Correct. The s- <laughs> the state of bordering or being in direct contact with something. Ew. So proximity. Proximity. Yep. Okay. Uh, this is an interesting one. Speaking of one double A, Lakeville North, who spent some time in three double A for a two year stint, is yep. going back to three double A. So the reigning. One double A champion will be moved to three double A, which will add great competitive balance to that section. Yeah, I could see that because if they'd been in three double A last year, then instead of no offense, Rosemount, uh, instead of a very young Rosemount team, it would have been Lakeville North, and then one double A would have been Northfield. So it would have been Northfield, Lakeville North to go along with Minnetonka, uh, Gentry, not Maple Grove, Centennial. And the rest of them, yep. which would have been more balanced. Yep. But we've said this how many times that the lower seeds were going to be cannon fodder pretty much no matter what. Yep, so. I agree. Um, Roseville Matamidi moves from 4AA to 5AA. This one's interesting. Um, Metro South and Jefferson uh, move one from 1AA and one from 2AA to 6AA. 6AA always had that six-teamer. Now I think yep. they're going to be full at at uh, at eight teams. Just one more one more game for a little stat padding in the quarterfinals. Right, right. Um, section realignment for Class A is the steamiest, juiciest uh, part of it. I thought all of them have some commentary necessary. When you talked already about it, is Simley moves from four A to one A. <laughs> We've never seen a Simley team in, in our tenure uh, in 1A, have we? No. It seems really weird. <laughs> um, they are very south, though. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Invergrove Heights is not south. south. Yeah, I mean, it's not, not 507 south, but it is a south suburb. It's ba- basically eliminating any chance for Albert Lee to... Or through one or a. Dodge, <laughs> yeah, they uh, really. They really I don't know. Kinda... I think I think Dodge County could, especially next season. I think Dodge County could keep up with Simley. I do too. I but, do too. But it's going to be a great section. It'll be a. It would be a better section, but it's also going to make the state tournament a lot more of a garden variety metro tournament than it, it could would be. Else. It could be. All right. Uh, speaking of Wilmer and River Lakes, they move out of 6A and move down, move south to 2A. Makes total sense. 
Um, Especially in terms of contiguity. It, contiguity, it does, but it just seems like why upset the apple cart? This We are basically handing Fergus Falls a free ticket to the state tournament for the next two seasons. Not if Sartell Soccer Rapids has anything to say about it. They're double A. Are they really? Mm-hmm. In girls? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird. So, yeah. sorry to report that to you, but uh, it's just not a very strong section. Uh, six six A is not. No, a I don't. I don't really get that one based on competitive balance or geography. But we're still a long way out from next season, so this is all kind of subject to change. Here's the one that really, I think this one's hilarious. It, it, it's just so much going on here. Let's just yeah. just get them on the table. Blake, who is in downtown Minneapolis, Minneapolis, and Holy Angels, which is in Richfield are in 4A, which is, you know, where Chisago Lakes is. You know, when I think of downtown Minneapolis, I don't exactly think of Chisago Lakes. Really? I think think Blake and Brecker, I I looked on my map when I was in Spain, actually, 3.1 miles apart, and they are in separate sections. So, obviously, Blake is the westernmost team in 4A when it comes to contiguity. Blake to 4A is interesting. Holy Angels to foray is interesting. And South St. Paul has just gotten, you know, absolutely thundered, I think. No, because you Holy... Think they'll win the Holy, section? I don't know if they'll win the section, but Holy Angels replaces Simley as the prohibitive one or two seed in foray. Yep. Blake loses way too much for either of us to make a prediction mm-hmm. about Blake next season. I still think that Blake has the best talent out of any of these teams. Without the top three. Without the top three. You're kidding me, right? No, I'm not. Okay. All right. I think that's I don't still think an excellent team. At all. The excellent team, excellent coaching staff, excellent tradition. I don't, I don't disagree with a couple of points there, but I think it's too early to make any – judgments on Blake moving into 4A. You think they're going to you think they may move out of 4A? I don't know if they'll move out of 4A. What I'm saying is I don't know if they're a locked top 2 seed in 4A. Oh, I do. I think they do. I think they are. For It'll sure. depend on the incoming freshman class. Right. If they get a really really good incoming freshman or 8th grade class, then I can see them being a top 2 seed, but as of right now I don't see it. Okay. 5A Princeton it moves Princeton Becker Big Lake moves out of seven double A to five A, which is probably I think a that makes more sense. For them. Correct. Uh, let's talk about coaches uh, leaving. Ooh, this is a, a fun one. We have a long list. I, I have not confirmed the Mark Gostinson Albert Lee. Doesn't seem no. Nope, that's a rumor seem, floating. I don't know if that's. I don't. I don't have that one as fact. Uh, it seems odd. He seems to be one of the guys that's really excited about Albert Lee girls hockey. He's got a daughter on the team. He's re- he <laughs> as their as their father. He is uh, partly responsible for like fifty percent of Albert Lee's scoring. Right. Right. So. But that was on a forum somewhere. I thought that was interesting. Yep. Sartell Sock Rapids. Uh, Marty Anderson has left after several years with the Storm and Sabres. Uh, Rustin Newberger. He's still listed as the head coach on the state high school website. For Hutchinson. Yep. Correct. Uh, but we've heard he is stepping down. Yep. We know that Blaine's Steve Geiter. Oh, yeah. Is stepped down. He was did a podcast with you last week. How did that yep. go? 
It was great. Steve's got nothing but stories. He is a a coaching. He's Legend. not a he's not a journeyman because journeymen don't have talent. But I would I, or success I think, or success, and I think legend is a better describer of Steve Guider. You talk about a guy who loves coaching. Yeah, loves that would be him teaching. Loves the kids. Is absolutely obsessed with making an impact on players' lives, and that's Steve Guider. Yeah. To do uh, it for 40 years, oh, my God. It's pretty cool. How? Um, okay. Um, Billy Hengen steps down at Gentry. Billy yep. owns the distinction as, I believe, the <laughs> only coach to win a state boys and a state girls championship as a coach. Still doesn't have that brick no title. Brick though. title no though. brick title, though. No brick title. Um, Poor Billy. And Monique Annenson uh, will take over uh, the head coaching Role. Yep. That's what what we're told. She's got a younger sister on the team. And then finally, Hill Murray announced today uh, an open job position for Sean Reed. Sean has won four state titles oh, at, at Blake. He coached also at Minneapolis. Uh, I would not call him a journeyman either. I would call him one of the most successful coaches uh, in the girls' hockey lore. Legend, as far as I'm concerned. Um, he steps down. I wonder if he'll also step down as the guidance counselor at, at Hillmarie as well. So keep an eye on the Sean Reed next steps here. So uh, I think that was a real, real, um, it was a rumor that had been circulating for the last uh, two to three weeks, and the job officially became open today. So um, what do you think about Hillmarie? <laughs> You want to go first? Did you you just opened up a can of worms? That's, you opened up Pandora's box. Yeah. Um, you and I aren't privy to all of the information or what goes on in programs. Not everything. No. So for all we know, we can read between they, the lines. We can read between lines, and we can make assumptions based on sources and what we know of certain programs. So I'm not going to say that Sean leaving is. Good, bad, or otherwise. I'm not going to make that decision because there's stuff that we don't know. Correct. But what I will say is Hillmarie is now looking for its third coach, and I believe its last four years. And this is not a program that has seen a massive drop-off in talent, a massive drop-off in success. It's one of the best programs in the state in terms of staying power. They came within a game of going to state last year with a super, yep. with a pretty young lineup. They're bringing back oodles of talent. I think it's weird that a place like Hillary is looking for its third coach. And the in but what I, where I'm going with this is the incoming talents to Hillary is second to it none. has the potential to be the, the best team in the state. Yep. Yeah, they will definitely by, by far. if you talk about just a uh, a potential, uh Hillary will be a state semifinalist in the next couple years. It might be next year. It considering what they bring be, back. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you think about that. It's interesting to think about a program like Hillmarie where on the boys' side, Bill Lechner and Pat Schaffhauser have been around for how long? 30 years, 30 years at least. And now the girls' side is looking for its third coach. Yeah, it seems odd. It, it seems odd, and if we wanted to be a little more cynical and maybe a little more tinfoil hatty, we might be able to go down a rabbit hole, which I don't really want to do because that's... Well, it's just too hard. I, we'll see what happens. We'll see who's named the coach. If... 
Chrissy Wendell Pohl or Johnny Pohl is named as head coach, then get your tinfoil hats out. <laughs> right? Is that a fair statement? The, the athletic director. And what's interesting about that, too, is that it's not like neither of them have a resume to coach. I mean, Johnny was the head coach at Creighton. Right. So they both have about they that. both have coaching experience. That's yeah. not a knock on their hockey resumes, but if we're on the third coach in four years and all of a sudden the athletic director becomes the coach. It would be that would be interesting. It would be a bad look. That would be interesting. There should be no shortage of applications though. No, I know. Uh same with the white pair boys coach. The news came out literally. You wanna you wanna open another apart. can no, of worms? I got a bigger on. opinion on nope. Tim Sager nope. leaving. Nope, we're not. We're not doing that. Jeez, just the, saying there's two good jobs just open and within like 15 minutes of each other. And all today. I'm saying is that the fact that there's a pitchfork crew for the job of a high school coach is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, in other news, um, there are the transfer portal at the NCAA level is yes. open. Okay. And there are more kids in the portal than there are spots available. There are more Hello Kitty lunchboxes on the shelf than there are kids who want to buy a Hello Kitty lunchbox. Correct. Uh, but there are been a few Minnesotans who've entered the portal and have landed at new institutions. Kaylee Langfels uh, is now headed from Holy Cross to Syracuse. She must like that East Coast lifestyle. Syracuse is one of the more odd uh women's programs uh i don't mean odd because it somebody wrote a check this is jazzy came there and he took pictures of the rink and and uh he said someone wrote a check someone completely funds the syracuse girls hockey program that's awesome women's hockey program can they fund the university of michigan women's hockey program no they can't but that's what that's my point of it is like that's how some of these programs actually exist it's due to funding um it's fine it's how everything exists uh, well, they have the funding at Syracuse. It's fun to see them uh, in women's college hockey. Kaylee uh, heads to Syracuse. Rachel Golnitz left Colgate and is now coming home to the University of St. Thomas. That's a really good get for St. Thomas. Tommy's crushing it on the recruiting trail yeah, and it's in a the really, transfer portal. Really good. The potential at University of St. Thomas in the next couple of years is scary. Scary. Kelsey King, this is probably the biggest news I thought. Kelsey King left Mankato uh, in her grad year, and she's going to be going to Wisconsin. So it's not just the men's players leaving Mankato and going to Wisconsin. It's a string of women's <laughs> players as well. Kelsey, and there's another, uh, Lilgren as well, is leaving Mankato and headed to make, to Wisconsin. So it's they should just you think have they their got own to, wing. You think they got together and they're like, pfft. Dude, if Hastings is out, we're out too. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with our program, but we're out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so it's good for Wisconsin, though. Wisconsin gets Kelsey King. She's uh super talented. Very talented. Good good player. Uh Bemidji State uh <laughs> loses four Minnesotans. And you're gonna re- yeah. rip off the rest of them later. But uh, Claire Vekic, Hannah Hoganson, Ella Anik, and Taylor Larson are leaving Bemidji. Yep. Um and we've heard let's say several uh, reports that players from Bemidji uh, went to the athletics director or the athletics office uh, urging the dismissal of Bemidji coach Jim Scanlon. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, man. I think that that coup was 
the most botched coup since the time the U.S. tried to do it to Nicaragua. <laughs> um, we can cut that if we really want to. No, that's fine. Um, I like it. I don't know. I don't know what you get out of forcing a coach out from a program like, again, no offense, Bemidji State. I don't know who. Why does it matter the pro, what, what if it's if it's a big program or small because program? Because typically or, coaches are forced out based on not meeting expectations. Right. I don't know what expectations are being foisted upon Correct. Bemidji State. Bemidji State, to my knowledge, hasn't been to a women's Frozen Four. I don't think what, so. What's the expectation for Bemidji State? And here's the other half. Who do you think is coming through the door at Bemidji State that is somehow going to turn the Beavers into a national power? I, that's a great take. Thank you. That's a great take. I from and we've talked to people on every side of this. Yep. Every side of this. And we've you, talked to other college coaches. We've talked to people inside the program. Yeah. And this is multiple people inside the multiple. program. Multiple people multiple college coaches, multiple people around the issue. So you can't pin it on anyone. No. But the line from the wire. I don't know if you're familiar. If you come at the king, you best not miss. And I'm not saying that it's the Bemidji true, State though. coaching staff are kings and queens. It's but true. But if you want to take your shot at something and you miss the target, then you live with those repercussions. Right. So right. whether or not that coaching staff is still at the school for next season, that remains to be seen. I doubt that there's going to be a change. But. I still don't know what the expectation is for Bemidji State to warrant a coaching staff overhaul. I don't think so either. Can you uh, let me know some players that are in the pool yep. now? I'm going to read all of them. From Minnesota? This is uh, the last date that it was updated. It was April 13th. I'm to think of. If I miss a Minnesotan, I apologize. The hometowns or home states are not, not listed, listed here, so I'm doing all this off of memory. And I'm going to do try to guess where each of these – uh, young women played their high school hockey or what hometown they're from. Uh, Bailey Burton. Bloomington, Minnesota. She's on her third. If she does get hooked into a program, this will be her third program in three years. She was at Providence for two or three, and then uh, She's got Saint one Cloud. year left. Yep, she's got full, the full five. Emerald Kelly. I don't know who Emerald Kelly is. Is she a goaltender? She's a goalie. Okay. Can you tell me where? No idea. I'm doing this off memory. I think it's Eastridge. I believe she was a goaltender for okay. Eastridge. Uh, she is leaving Minnesota State University. Right. Man, yes, attended Eastridge High School in Atta Minnesota. At a boy, you just said at a girl to me. I almost said that. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, Olivia King leaving the University of Minnesota from Brainerd. From Brainerd. actually, she's from. Uh, she's not from Brainerd. What's that town? Garrison. She's from Garrison. Her dad owns a bait shop. That's right not a real on, place. Right on Lake Malax. How's that? Garrison is a real place. No, it's, it's, not. it's the smallest town in the United States that has a McDonald's. There you go. Why do Garrison you know that? I have no idea how I know that. Whatever. Uh, Hannah Hoganson from Another Bemidji State. Another goaltender. Yep. We talked about her. Mason Toft is leaving the University of Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yes. Vekic, we've already mentioned. Claire yep. Vekic, Ella Anik, and Taylor Larson. We've mentioned those two. Anik's from Roseau, Larson from Brainerd. Anik is not from Roseau. She's not? No. Where's she from? Isn't oh, it, Hermitown. There you go. There you go. Sorry. Kate Helgeson is leaving, leaving Quinnipiac. She's from Roseau. Sophie Robinson. Brainerd. Sophie Melsness. Don't know. Leaving Dartmouth and oh, Merrimack. 
Okay, where is she from? Melsness. Melsness? Yeah. Ooh. You don't know. Sophie Melsness. <laughs> Benilde. Benilde. Oh, Benilde. good. She was one of those, she was one of, she was a piece of that class that had like seven Division One commits, but none of the big, big names other than Peschel. Okay. Like Lily Mortensen was a Division One commit at some point. She was. So was Melsness. Um, Lucy Morgan. Goaltender, St. Lawrence University. God, I know Lucy Morgan. Where's she from? Originally? Or where did she play high school hockey? High school hockey. Maple Grove. Oh, yes. Yep. Yes, she's going to Minnesota. Lucy Morgan has transferred to Minnesota. That's what I've heard. She's going to Minnesota, yeah. That's not on your list, though, is it? No, it's not. I've heard Minnesota. The portal hasn't been updated yet. Um, She's originally from North Dakota. Yes. And I bumped into her dad at a section final game, and her numbers were so good, and Maple Grove is so well-known for pumping out good goaltenders. And I commented to him, I said, it's kind of surprising that she hasn't you know, popped on a Division One team yet. And I think she committed to St. Lawrence kind of late in the process because they were waiting to see what else would come out of the woodwork. If she goes from St. Lawrence to the University of Minnesota, I think it was worth waiting. Yeah, for sure. Avery Farrell leaving Franklin Pierce University. Hmm. Where's Avery from? Should I know this? You should. I should? Franklin Pierce is our favorite college. I know, but I don't know where she's from. Rogers. Rogers. Okay, thank you. I'm going to double check on that, but while I'm double checking. Jenna Hartung. I think she's from Minnesota. Yeah. That's a... What school is she leaving? Think about it. She's leaving St. Thomas. She's leaving St. Thomas. Leaving St. Thomas. I should be cheating, but I'm not. I don't know where Jenna Hartung's from. Burnsville. I did not know that. You didn't know that? I knew I something that, that you didn't. I did not know that. <laughs> Just being honest. Mackenzie Borgery. North Wright County. She was at St. Cloud State. Correct. Rachel Golnitz, we already mentioned. Kelsey King, we already she mentioned. She's from Forest Lake. Rachel Golnitz was. How's that? Calla Frank. She's from uh, White Bear Lake, and she's leaving Mankato. Co- Minnesota. Right. State, sorry. Yep, I'm gonna double There's check. People are really sensitive here. about that. What? Brad Schlossman posted something about David Cillier leaving Minnesota State Mankato, mm-hmm. and some guy went onto the Minnesota State website and circled the how they refer to themselves as Minnesota State. Oh, I saw that. And Brad went back on and said, Minnesota, went onto the school's website and says Minnesota State Mankato. It was the most petty internet squabble I've ever seen. Hey, Brad Schlossman, I know you do this for a living and you do it better than anybody else, but you're wrong. You're like, wrong. We're not Minnesota State, man, Kato. Brad Schlossman, what a cool guy. I just guy. call Minnesota State, which it, is located in Mankato for hockey purposes, Minnesota State, because that's what they want to be called. I, That's what I call them. Their name, though, is Minnesota State University, Mankato. I know, like but Moorhead. I would never. Minnesota they, State University, Moorhead. I know, but I would never not call them Minnesota State. Until Minnesota State Moorhead has a team. Everybody knows who I'm talking about when I say Minnesota State. Now my wheels are spinning. Could they put a team in Moorhead? Former Moorhead State. Awesome. Uh, I found one. Okay. This is a case where they're using a girl's full name. (laughs) That throws me off. Katie Kaufman leaving Merrimack. She's listed as Caitlin Kaufman here. Really? Yeah. How many, what year was she? Do you know? She's got one year remaining eligibility. She's very good, by the way. She is. 
I, I wrote her name a lot the last two years uh, scoring goals. Yep. Is she Quinnipiac or Merrimack? She is Merrimack. Okay. I get those two mixed up. Merrimack. One's in Connecticut. One's in Massachusetts. Is it Piac or Piac? Piac. Okay. I heard it mentioned, or I've heard it said multiple different ways. Uh, there's a name on here that looks familiar to me, Lecision. She's not from Minnesota, but... Do you remember Curtis? Curtis Lecision, yeah. He was one of my favorite original wild players. Uh, going all the way down to Haley Blinkhorn. Ooh, that name rings a bell. Where's she from? Do you remember? Yes. Okay, where? Do you? No. Hillmary. Okay, that's probably why. She's I leaving. Very, I don't get east very often. She's leaving <laughs> where? She's leaving uh, Boston University. Okay. They got a brand new coach. Uh, Taylor Holm. Moorhead? Nope. Where's she from? Maple Grove. Grove, yeah. And it looks as though she transferred mid-season. From where? From post-university. Okay. To Eau Claire. Okay. Because on her elite prospects, she's got 15 games with post during the 2022-2023 season, and then 15 with Eau Claire. just mid, just like semester. How cool is the portal? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Lucy Hansen. Where is she transferring from? She's transferring from Franklin Pierce University. God, these are tough. Tough. I don't, I don't know where she's from. Come on. Help me out. Wyzetta. She did two years at Wyzetta High School, two years at Benilde, two years at Franklin Pierce. It's and so a- funny. When I saw Lucy Hansen, I saw a red and white jersey in my crystal ball, but yep. I couldn't make out where it was from. Her hometown is listed as Wyzetta, and according to Elite Prospects, she has already landed. Where? It is not, I'll give you a hint, it is not NCAA. What? Not NCAA. Michigan's club team? That's a really good move. Was she at Franklin Pierce? Yep. Oh, wow, that's a... Upgrade to the University of Michigan. Too. No offense to Franklin Pierce, but that's that's, a, that's according to Elite Prospects. All right. What else you got? That was it, except for Kaylee Langfels. All right. Again, awesome. if I missed anybody, I'm so sorry. And if I didn't remember where you were from, I apologize. But I think it's fun to kind of yeah. t- be tested. It's you, good good content, don't you think? You hope that everybody lands where they're supposed to land yes I although agree. there are more people in the portal than spots all right uh two since our last show two young ladies have committed uh to in-state schools chloe boreen uh land from hill murray landed at university of st thomas and bria holm uh landed from moorhead landed at bemidji state st thomas just continues to add to the war chest Yes, that's a big win for um, St. Thomas. Uh, obviously, her sister is at the University of Minnesota right now um, and is doing quite well, by the way. Yep. Um, you would think it would be, yeah, I want to walk in my sister's footsteps, and this is the spot for me. And the staff at the University of Minnesota could not land a legacy, which is a big sign of how well – University of St. Thomas is doing on the recruiting trail. 
three of our five girls high school player that your finalists are St. Thomas commits. Yes, Riley Bartz, Ella Housie, and Ella Berger. There you go. You know how many times <laughs> I screwed that up? How many times did I screw that up? <laughs> a few uh, times. I, several. Were yeah. you there that day? Yeah, it yeah. was. Oh, we Lord. had to restart it. I had to redo it. Oh, it my rough. gosh. Yeah, so three of our five girls high school player of the year finalists, plus Chloe Boreen. That's plus whoever else I'm forgetting. I think Kayla Mum is another yep. St. Thomas commit. She's a 24. Yeah, Jeez. it's good. Kayla Mum will be. I hate to, you know, put her on the uh, podium right now, but she'll be a, you know, on our watch list for Player of the Year next year for sure. Yeah, it'd be tough because she's a defender, but yeah, the but fact how's he was the fact that St. Thomas has already picked off two players from that Andover team. Gives yeah. them a foot in the, the door, door for the 2025. <laughs> yes. The cabbage patch. He's just I ransacking mean, the state of Minnesota. Four little uh, Jones. Uh, <laughs> you can't remember the no, names. Kasich, Christensen, Maya Engler, Amelia McQuay. I mean, that list is just. So good. That class is as good a class as one specific specific high school has ever turned out. I know probably someone from Edina or Blake um, could argue with me, or you know, I can't think of a better class than that twenty twenty five Andover group. Um. All right, let's move on to some results. Results. All right, uh, let's talk. Last weekend I was up in Plymouth, and I got to see some of the U16 and U17 girls play uh, in the U16 HP championship game. Uh, it was Section 6 beating Section 8, 2-1. to one. Lulu Rusinski from Orno West Tonka Days uh, scored both goals. She now skates at uh, Benil St. Margaret. She had both goals in that win. Uh, the U-17s, uh, the 218 wins this one. Section 7 beats Section 5, 3 rip. Hannah Graves and Izzy Fairchild, speaking of Bemidji State. Um, and Nina Thorson, which is a fun uh, uh, factoid. We, while doing a quick research on Nina, uh, has two uh, elite prospects. Um, what would you call her? Uh, Pages, she has two separate pages. She has, she has a Katrina. She has a Katrina page and a Nina page. So, and if we're wrong about this, no, we're not. Oh, we're okay. definitely not. It's cool. the same person. It's just that there's there's a Nina and a Katrina, and it's uh, my boy Bo Marshwick should uh, get on that and do a quick merger on the two uh, <laughs> players. On the two players being coming one. Well, because so. Katrina Thorson's elite prospects page shows that she has like one goal. Ever in high school? No. Yeah. Does it? Katrina's page does. Nina's page. Oh my gosh! Is totally different. Yeah. yeah. No, it was two. Se- it was. Tw- she stopped being Katrina in 2021 and became Nina in 2021, 22, and 22, 23, and that's where all of her points came. The from. greatest rebrand in history. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Nina has been awesome. So, uh, harkening back a couple weeks to. The national tournament, here are three uh, girls' teams that did quite well. Uh, and the Tier 1 14U Walleye beat Little Caesars 2 to nothing in the championship to take the Tier 1 title, which is awesome. 
Uh, it wasn't a green giant, but close enough, a walleye will do. No, but I will say something about the 14 years. They beat the East Coast Wizards yes. in the semis, and that is the second time that this group has defeated several of those girls in a semifinal. Where did they do it last? I'm going to say South Carolina. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I know. A budding rivalry Boston between Boston Junior Bruins versus Team group. Minnesota right there. Uh, Tala Hansen had that game winner against the East Coast Wizards, yep. and uh, they win the title. Congratulations to them. Um, the Tier 1 16U MSP Magazine, which is like a literally – a who's who of Division One recruits, including Chloe Bereen and Josie St. Martin, lost to Shattuck St. Mary's 3-2 to two in the semifinals. And then back to championship hockey, Tier 2, 14U, Division 2, whatever that means. Uh, Minnesota Lakers beat Chicago Hawks 4-1. to one. Um, I believe I made mention of all the Minnetonka girls on this team, Sydney Boss-Crone, Delaney Miller and Kenny Keatman each had a goal, and then throw in Andy Dinah, superstar Gia Morgan, and you get a 4-1 national championship for the Lakers. Congratulations Woo. to those girls. Uh, last note on the 14U Tier 1s. Um, for all of the praise we just heaped on the Minnesota Walleye, someone did tell me Mia Daly was the best player they saw that entire weekend. Is anybody surprised? No. I'm not either. No. Okay. Uh, last but not least, um, some results here. Uh, last night, the Team USA beat Canada. Six to three. Six to three. They were losing three to two in after the second period and scored, let's see, what would that be? Um, three, or three unanswered goals. Hillary Knight had three goals yep. uh, on her own, uh, and then they added an empty netter to make it uh, six to three. But what a performance in the third period yeah. by Team USA! Knight's three goals breaking a three-three tie in the game. Yeah, she also reaches one hundred career points in a Team USA jersey. Isn't that something? What a stud! Uh, Lee Steckline, Rory Gilday, Kelly Panic, Taylor Heisey, Gabby Hughes—the five Minnesotans that made up that ch World Championship roster. First time since 2019 that they'd won the world championship, which is a little bit skewed because they did not play a world championship in 2020. So they just had, it sounds like a long time ago, but it's, they just didn't win in 21 and 22, but they were able to pull it off here in 23, which is a good feels for USA ho women's hockey because they had been definitely on the uh, short end of the stick in several. Uh, U18 Worlds and World Championships the last and and the Olympics the last couple of years so uh, a feel good finally for USA women's hockey and their um, staff and all the people fans everybody in the USA women's part of the world. You talk about names throwing me off. Gabby Hughes is listed as Gabrielle <laughs> Hughes on the USA roster. Totally missed her the first time I went through the roster. Which it fits into this show because we're kind of in the youth world and we're a little bit in the uh, college portal world. We should also mention that congratulations to Gabby uh, for her work with Sophie Squad and being recognized yep. for her work with Sophie Squad. And she managed to zoom in to the award ceremony while competing for Team USA. Yeah, 
that was pretty cool. That away, Gabby Hughes. Uh, she never ceases to amaze me. I was I haven't done this publicly, uh, but I like to always and I've told her personally, but I always tell her when's the first time you saw her play moment. Uh, Centennial. She was playing PBAA's, and I love these stories. She's playing PBAA's for Centennial. With she was back playing with um, uh, oh god, what are those guys? Uh, oh, was I it the the double trouble from Centennial? The boys, yeah. Uh, Lucas McGregor, McGregor, and Hayden Brickner, and Hayden Brickner. That team, right? She was on that PBAA team. Thank you for coming up big on those You're two welcome. names. I could see both of the kids. I could see their faces, but I couldn't name their names. Um, he, she, they were on that team. That was a pretty good PBAA team. But she would just hammer boys into the boards and get no call. I mean, literally just decleate kids and no call. She was so tough, so strong on her skates, such a good player. Uh, I wouldn't say she was their best player, but she was by far their most aggressive player. <laughs> and uh, they were playing that Edina team with, you know, Stephen Dahl, Peter Tabor, Lewis Crosby, the team that won every game. Their PBAA year went undefeated. Um, uh, Momquist, you know, all those guys. What a fantastic team they had. Um, but they played them in the Edina Invitational Finals, and I went over there and I saw – I saw Gabby Hughes for the first time, and it was I was quite impressed uh, with her performance. Wow. So, and I was quite impressed with what she did. We got uh, Kayla and I got to go and meet her last winter. Did an interview. Kayla, do you remember anything specific about Gabby and how she presented herself? I was really impressed with how she took on the questions. She came in. She just kind of owned the room when she walked in that room. What do you remember about it, Kayla? She was just really like clear and concise when she answered the question. <laughs> yeah. She also gave us a lot of content. So. Yeah, she did. No question about it. <laughs> no question about it. So congratulations to her and a, a shout out to her for winning that humanitarian humanitarian award and representing UMD in, in the process. Yes. Anything <laughs> else? Uh nothing in the in the girls world. In the girls some stuff final going on in the boys world. Couple from a YHH perspective, um, you will be headed to Nashville watching I leave the day after tomorrow. Team Minnesota, I believe the machine is playing in that, so you're going to get yep. two really good Minnesota teams. They played in the semifinals of a Rose Series tournament last year, and I think the machine ended up winning or maybe taking mm -hmm. second uh, in where were they? Las Vegas. Was and now they're playing in Nashville, so yeah, the, you'll have a nice time down there. There's two rinks that are on the so. complete opposite sides of town. That's the only. I'm not staying downtown. No, there. No, the the rinks are on the opposite sides of town. No, no, I know. And that's why I picked the hotel, which right is right middle. between yeah, them. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. Yeah. I did the same thing. Uh, you'll love it. It's a great town. Um, and then after that, uh, Team Minnesota will be going to. Uh, Winnipeg, so we'll be taking a group of 9s, 10s, 11s, and 12s up to Winnipeg. I'm excited to see how we do yeah. in the first ever Orion Cup, which will have teams from British Columbia, Alberta, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan, and Minnesota. So it'll be five-team round-robin tournament. Should be a fun time. And then follow that up with a a run uh, of North American Female Elite, which will be in mid-June, which is probably one of our top three flagship events that we put on. Yeah, I got some bad news about that one. Oh, you're not going to be there. 
It's a piece of my week of woe. Uh, I, so I got my speeding ticket. <laughs> uh oh. I discover that there is a squirrel or a bunny or a family of in squirrels your house. and bunnies in my house. I knew that. They're in the vents and in the walls. I knew that. Uh, there is a wood nail or something stuck in my tire, which is causing it to leak wow, constantly. What a so week. I've had to refill my tire six to ten times. And what does this have to do with Naif? I'm getting to it. Okay. Uh, both Someone's light, getting married. Both light bulbs in my garage burned out over the weekend. Okay. Uh, the batteries in our thermostat burned out while I was asleep, so I woke up to- 100 degrees. 100 degrees in the house. Yep. Uh, yeah, that happened. And, and then yesterday, I got summoned for jury duty. No way. I got summoned for jury duty starting May 30th. Oh, you'll make it to Nace. There's no way you'll be there for two weeks. No, no, no. Like, that's when the process starts. That's when I have to fill out, like, the questionnaire. and go I've with, done I've it. I've done jury duty, too. But I've done it. I, and this is all while Lara is in St. Louis. So I called her last night, and I said, I need you to come home because everything bad is happening in my life because you're not here. I just Aww. got someone for friggin' jury duty. You won't make you'll make it to Nave. I got eliminated from jury duty contention yeah. the last time. Yeah, I, I made it through to a case. Oh, and then God. the case got thrown out, and then we all got thrown out of jury duty. All everybody in the, the three hundred people in the pool got thrown out. One after more the case got taken away. One more thing, kind of ironic. After I got someone for jury jury duty, and I thought, oh my gosh, what a pain in the butt this is going to be. I watched the Sopranos episode where they get to a juror during Junior's case yeah. and threaten to kill him basically if he doesn't obstruct the justice system. And I thought, God, I hope that doesn't happen to me. It won't, because I'll cave. It won't. All cave so Speaking hard. of things falling apart, um, my, my entire in, life in, in a forty-eight hour span this week, my garage door spring broke. Um, a light fixture smashed on the ground in our house. Just like all of a sudden, just fell off of the wall and smashed on the ground. And dog yeah. got her toes all bloody. Uh, it was a comedy of errors in our house last week of things just breaking left and right. Mm. But uh, we're back. Well, maybe you can rent out your pool on the weekend. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I knew you were going to get to the pool eventually. <laughs> well, that ought to do it. We'll see. Speaking of pool, we'll see everybody some point this spring or summer. I can't wait. Uh, it's been a fun show. Hopefully, you've you got something out of it, and I, I definitely did. I learned a lot here today. If I see anyone from the hockey world at the pool this summer, let's just ignore each other. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool, all about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool.